Hi friends, my name is Matt. I'm the youth and family pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield, and I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. So if you've been tracking with us, we are on day 25 of our New Testament Bible reading plan, of which you can find uh, on the YouVersion Bible app, or simply go to cornerstonemarshfield.com, and you can join our Bible reading plan. It's not too late. Jump in and uh, make that a part of your pers- personal worship plan, to be in God's Word every day, or at least try to be, um, and to do that in community with a group of uh, a bunch of other people that are part of Cornerstone and some that probably aren't. So anyway, uh, we're in day 25. We're in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew. We're in chapter 17. Now, before we get there, the section of text that we're going to cover today, um, I'm guessing if you're like me at all, uh, you anticipate when someone important is going to give a speech of some sort, right? Like, I think about uh, when a president is elected in the United States, and you look forward to his or her inauguration speech. You you just wonder what they're going to say, and you can't wait to hear that speech, okay? Or perhaps uh, when you graduated high school, perhaps you or one of your friends were the valedictorian. And so as a graduate of that class, you're anticipating that speech, you can't wait to hear what they're going to say. Or I think about when a team wins the Super Bowl, and it gets to the end of the game, and you can't wait to hear, of course, from the game winning uh, the the game winning quarterback. And what what is he gonna say? Okay, so I don't know about you, but I get I anticipate speeches. I look forward to what someone important is gonna say, and what they're gonna share, what they're gonna bring to light when they talk about the struggles and and all of that. Well, in today's text, we get to a very uh, mountaintop experience, if you will, because it literally is. Um, And it's a section of text in the Gospels called the Transfiguration. And in Matthew chapter 17, it's found in verses 1 through 13. And it's this moment in time in which Jesus takes three of his disciples. Remember, he he has 12 of them, and he takes three of them up to the mountaintop. He takes Peter, James, and John. And he takes them up on the mountain, and here's what it tells us happens. It says, and after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and he led them up a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. So this thing happens in verse 2 where, where Jesus says transfigured, and I've heard a preacher once say that this is where it's actually, where, where, where it's taking a pause in the miracle. The miracle being that God would put on human flesh and dwell amongst us. This is just Jesus in his normal state when he's being transfigured. And, and he shines like the sun and his clothes become white as light. Okay, here's what's happening. Verse 3, And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. So <laughs> this is crazy, right? You got, you got Jesus being transfigured, looking like he normally should as, as uh, the Son of God. And then you have Moses, the one... Uh, who who points to the law, the old covenant, the the Ten Commandments, if you will. And then you have Elijah, who is a representative of, of all the prophets in the Old Testament. And so you got Jesus transfigured, you got Moses, and you got Elijah, and, and they're talking with Jesus. They're having a conversation with him. Verse 4, And Peter, as he's always the first one to talk, said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. <laughs> He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to 
him. And we get to verse 6, and that's the end of the speech. <laughs> you know, I've always read this text, and I go, wow, what a scene. You have Jesus being transfigured. You have Moses who encapsulates the law. You have Elijah who encapsulates all the prophets of the Old Testament. And then you have a voice from, the, from, from heaven that we eventually identify as God the Father who says a very short sentence. He says, this is my beloved son with whom I am well, well pleased. Listen to him. That's the speech. But I love it, you guys. Because what we see is we see the heart of a father for his son in which he does two things. He affirms him, and then he makes a commandment to those who follow him. And it's a very simple commandment. I love that God the Father takes the moment to affirm his son and say, This is my beloved son. He is my one. He is my only. He is my beloved son. And I am pleased with him. All of me dwells in him. Therefore, I am all pleased with him. And here's what you guys need to know. If there's one thing you can do with this son of mine, the best thing you can do is this. Listen to him. End of speech. Applause uh, should, be, should be radiating off the mountain, right? Listen to him. And friends, I don't know about you, but I need this reminder just about every day. <laughs> That of all the things God could have said, he said what's most important for me to hear. That if there's one good thing that I need to choose each day, it's this. To take this word, his word, and to listen to his word and follow his word and listen to his son. Let me challenge you to do the same today as you seek to follow Jesus. Have a great day, friends. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.